I'm Carly, and I play Hollis the Merperson. Hey y'all, it's Pat. I play Leland Deacon. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy. This is Ray, and I play Cammy the Kitsune. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Five patrons, welcome to the Gilded Ramp Crockhouse and Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwhistle, and I mean, I don't know how you were raised individually. I don't know what in your town, with your socioeconomic backgrounds and so forth, I don't know, you know, what, what sort of rearing you had as children, but something that was very prominent in uh, the households of children raised near me, not me personally, but children near, raised near me, was the concept of the buddy system. Now, the buddy system, as if you don't know, is if you're going somewhere and there's a potential for it to be slightly dangerous, you just bring a buddy along, you know, so that at least there's two of you. Um, it doesn't do too awful much when you're two children and you're going to be attacked by some sort of, uh, I don't know, like an owl bear or something, but it improves your chances, right? It, 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 it does a lot of things. It improves your chances, gives you 50-50 chance you're going to be the one that survives, as opposed to, you know, if you just meet up with an owl bear by yourself, you're just, you're toast. But also, it gives the slower and um, less alert and um, otherwise undesirable children um, a way to make friends, you know? Usually, children tend to only hang out with those that are popular, good at sports, things of that nature. So, the, for, so th that's, that's where all the friends want to group, so to speak. Um, so if you're, you're someone who isn't so quick, you know, not dexterous, you know, it can be tough. It can be tough in this world to make friends and make a life for yourself. Um, but with the buddy system, everyone wants to be your friend. When they go out late at night and go carousing and things of that nature, you, you're going to get invited along because you're going to be the buddy that they want to have nearby. Um, anyway, I bring this up only to, to segue into talking about uh, how the, the brute force really probably could use the buddy system. They tried, I suppose, at this part of the story to, to do a little two-and-two two buddy system situation. You know, you never want to split an adventuring party because that's when problems start. Uh, but from a narrative perspective, it gets very exciting when things split up. And that's kind of where we were at this point. Mort uh, had misted through a, an unopenable gate uh, near the bottom top of a tower and uh, was, was continuing on looking for, I guess, maybe vampires, but really just trying to figure out what to carry on even further in that direction. You know, give that man a mountain, he'll climb it and say, well, okay, uh, back on down we go then. Um, and Cammy was kind of hanging out outside, waiting for him to arrive, didn't want to leave him on his own. Uh, meanwhile, Hollis had carried, well, what was effectively the inert form of Leland up onto the surface area brim proper um, and had uh, seen a spectacle up there of which we will not get to further in this part of the story. So if you all came to figure out why there was a giant hole in the side of a castle, you know, just fasten those seatbelts because you're going to need to stay fastened for another couple of weeks for that part. But that doesn't mean there's not exciting bits here. You know, there's magical, mystical spheres that are glowing with some um, ethereal lights, there's sockets, there's panels, there's crystalline figures hunched over workstations. Boy, there's all the trappings of what you would want for a good buddy comedy. And you know, it's got a, a, a man who has been dead and undead and reborn sort of as a vampire. And of course, his small fox friend companion. You know, is all of that a bit cliche? Perhaps, perhaps. Um, but you know, there's only 13 stories that ever get told in this world, and everything else is just window dressing, my dear. So, um, you know, be prepared for a little bit of raspberry vinaigrette, um, and uh, let's get into it. More. So you are <laughs> proceeding along this uh, uh, this this stairwell some more. Um, you do have like some antechambers to either side as you continue along. You have transitioned though uh, 
it is no longer like these similar shaped rooms with crystals and pillars and an antechamber with a, a doorway um, like, like you've seen all throughout this tower. Now it's more like storage areas. It looks like there's like shelving units in some of this stuff and just uh, very old stuff like in here, like nothing like has held up the, to the, I guess, the stand of time at this point, like anything that might be uh recognizable as an item of interest is long since like withered away due to to the vast amount of time that this whole cavern has spent underwater and also underground and forgotten um but as you continue down eventually you get to what you assume is the bottom of this tower and it is uh, a much larger room this spiral staircase kind of opens up into the middle of one giant room that does have a doorway kind of to one side where it's it's almost a perfect circle um but there's one side that looks like it's kind of like flattened off like there's a, a secondary chamber kind of back there in the center of this room uh like right where this stairwell enter like empties out there's what looks like a big circular desk, like um, a, a desktop, uh, like almost like um, like where someone would, would come in from these doors to either side and just approach this at the middle. Um, there is a figure that is le like laying over this desktop, uh, like from behind it. And you can see that there are uh, like four doors in this room. Two of them go to... Uh, opposite sides of the room. Uh, and then two of them are to this like secondary area that is flat off on one side. And it's a set of double doors that are over there. So this person's like laying on the desk. They like sort of like slumped over it like they're, they're dead or something. Or Why don't you, why don't you give me a notice if you're just casual or an investigate if you're a little less casual so how intense are you when you when you look at this room i'm also doing it as sneakily as i can sure okay well if you 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 can also give me a, a stealth roll then i'll give you a stealth first and then we'll uh do some notice uh it's three on stealth okay and then uh two on notice okay so here's what you notice um initially like you think that like this might be like one of the vampires or something that is like just like conked out or like took a nap here or something, but it is leaning over this desk. Um, and as you like approach it, you recognize that it is not made out of uh, any sort of fleshy material. This thing does look like it's made out of like the same crystal material that everything else in this tower is made out of. Um, you also notice that there are like it, it seems to be on something behind this table uh, and there are uh, little areas along this table that have controls similar to like the crystal controls that you had in each of the rooms upstairs uh, and you also notice that this thing I mean the only thing like truly noticeable about this thing I mean it's kind of like a, uh, imagine a statue kind of carved out of this crystalline material it's not reacting to you um you are being pretty darn stealthy um but it doesn't seem like it's reacting to anything you're not seeing any hints of movement it's not breathing obviously um and the only thing that is like not similar to what you would imagine if you just wanted to make yourself a statue out of this crystal is that it has like an orb in the back of where you assume this is its head as it's laying down on this uh on this table it's got an orb that's back there, and it's like completely black orb kind of stuck into the back of its head. Is it wearing clothes? No. Oh, okay. But it's not like flaunting it either. Yeah. It has got like a big crystal dome. Um, I mean, you're not in... I mean, you can check underneath if you'd like I mean, to. You can check under got, the hood. Got to check. Got to check what they're packing. No crystal dong. Um, it does have like crystal boob plate, though, so... Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've got... I've got uh, one of those tuning forks with me, so I'm going to give it a, a light tap on the, the table and see if this person statue thing changes color at all. Okay. Uh, you give it a light tap, and the nothing happens with this uh, crystal structure thing at all, um, but you feel like there's a little bit of reverberation around the room, um, and it definitely seems like... Uh, the doors to this like chamber to the flat side of this room, uh, like give it like shake a little bit. Okay. Um, I want to turn a couple of like the dials and flick a couple of switches to see if anything happens to this like black 
orb thing that's in this thing's head. Yeah. Uh, as you like press on the switches and things of that nature, like no reaction whatsoever. Nothing seems to respond. Uh, you could press literally every button here and you're just getting every inclination that this is just a dead panel right now. In that case, I want to see if the orb thing is like removable or if it's like solidly stuck in there. Uh, it's solidly stuck in there, but in the way that like something that is like kind of magnetized would be stuck in there. Uh, so it does come out, uh, but it's like not made to fall out. Basically, it's made to sit in there and stay in there, but you can pull it out. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll pluck it out and have a close look at it. Okay. Uh, give me a, another investigate. I don't have that, but I rolled four, four uh, pluses, so. Four. Oh, damn, that's good. That's very good. So as you look it over, originally, like, you got the inclination that this is like, you know, you've seen crystals and, like, taking on different colors and, like, all this kind of stuff. And originally you're like, oh, this is probably some, like, darkness that you realize pretty quickly that this is just inert it is just what this thing probably looks like when it is powerless or off and not connected to anything okay i'll uh just like slip that in a pocket all right is there anything else interesting about this desk is it just like dead panels and stuff yeah i mean it probably would look pretty impressive if you knew what any of these things did or if they were powerful enough to do any of those things but otherwise uh yeah not really there's a Garfield calendar. <gasps> what month is it? Tuesday. Okay. Um, I'm going to go and check out some of these doors. The the doors in like the, the flat bit you're talking about. All right. Well, it's a, it is a set of double doors and um, they are fully locked. Can I peek through a keyhole? Is there a keyhole? Uh, yeah, there's a keyhole. Uh, peek through. All right. Uh, looking into the keyhole, you see that uh, there is oddly light in this uh, antechamber. It's pretty small. It's almost like a closet, um, but it's it's only about six feet deep, uh, probably about 10 feet uh, from side to side. Uh, but there is like a faint glow coming from this room. Can I missed through the keyhole? You having freshly fed and then murdered your first turned vampire uh, actually can miss through. Uh, even though you have recently done the misty thing, I'm going to say that, you know, you fully. Got enough for two charges out of that. I had enough in the tank. Yeah, you fully vamped out on that, dude. So, yeah, you could, okay. could miss uh, in. I'll miss through the keyhole or under the door or, or something. Get into the room. Okay. Yeah, you get into this room and it is. Um, you know, it's strange. There is a there is a glow in this room and it looks like this is another t sort of like closet area. Um, and to the back of the room, you can kind of see where this glow is coming from. There's like a crate back there that is glowing. Well, I'll pop it open. Uh, inside, you see three more of these little uh, orb things, but all of these are glowing like a faint white glow. OK, so just like the one that you pulled out of that thing's head. I'll just grab one of the, the glowing ones at the moment. And I would, okay. At, oh, well, yeah, I'll see as you what do that, and you, yeah, as you do that and pull, and pull out, you can see uh, a little bit more of the room when this thing's out of the uh, when it's out of the crate, and there is a there is a big panel on the side of the wall next to you that has a lot of slots for these uh, orbs, uh, probably about fifty slots. Okay. Um, I wonder if that's like a charging port. I put the dead one into one of the slots. Uh, any particular one. Uh, the second one down on the left from the top. Okay. Uh, Cammy. Uh huh. You explode. You have made it. <laughs> you've made it to this. You've made it to the surface. Uh huh. Uh, you are hanging out, kind of outside this thing on your Tigriff. Um, kind of a weird thing that you didn't realize previously when uh -huh. you were just kind of checking out. Yeah. Where this would like where there is the entryway to this place, uh -huh. there's like a handful of steps up and then right there where there would be doors, there are not doors. There's no doors. It's just like an open hole. The, there's nothing besides like just crystal. There is no physical oh. door on the outside of this building. OK. All right. Cammy has the other tuning fork. Mm -hmm. And. A lot of gumption. 
So she's going to walk right up the steps and then see if she can like tap the toning fork, the tuning fork against that blank kind of stretch of crystal to see if it forms anything or changes color or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So you ping it on the side of this thing and nothing happens. Does the tuning fork like, is it like vibrating? Like does it tuning fork? Yeah. It reverberates. It vibrates. It does that. It does all that wonderful tuning fork uh song and dance but um yeah i mean it feels like you hit a tuning fork on the side of a crystal really i mean it didn't it was nothing magical that happened with it can cammy see her reflection in the crystal is it is it mm-hmm. okay is it beautiful yeah you look great yeah you look amazing thank you okay so uh cammy wants to go can cammy put her paws against it does it can feel cammy roll and notice cammy absolutely can because because that'd be great yeah, so nice. Did Cammy ditch the the flesh suit she was riding around in, or is she still in it? Oh no, she ditched oh, it. Yeah. No, she ditched okay. it. She absolutely <laughs> left that guy. She high and dry. Yeah, good deal. she good yeah. Choice. Well, because it was a pretty convoluted plan, and then I was thinking there was going to be like three floors, and then when there was a whole Charlie and the Chocolate Factory glass elevator going through nineteen the, all nine planes of hell to walk through the bottom of this tower all last episode, I thought, ah likely unwise <laughs> to do this yeah. to do this thing um okay whoa can we got a three because you're on negative one on the dice that's not good okay um so you are checking out your reflection in the crystal and you're like oh dang like mm-hmm. i think i grew a little bit honestly like yeah uh like yeah i'm I'm looking great uh you catch out of the corner of your eye from behind another building like the a face looks out from behind that building uh it is completely white it has completely uh like emotionless black eyes and two antlers uh and as you turn around it's not there oh yes good good okay so first plan didn't work second plan didn't work. We're on to number three, Jewel. You're going to be really proud of this one. I really think that I'm going to step it up. I think that this is a frequency thing. So I think I need to try to hit like, a, I think I need to change my voice and modulate my voice to try to hit with the same kind of frequency. And then based on like a Spider-Man rule, I should be able to phase through it if I hit the right frequency. Uh, so Cammy's going to leave her paw right there against the hard, like, gem crystal stone and then uh, try to do the whole don't me re so fa so do to see if she can hit uh, a frequency high enough. Okay. I, probably, it was all, all the all the sounds were in there, I bet. They were in there at some point, yeah. But you have to sing them for the audience. What? Oh, my goodness. What role I'll, I'll start is at Cammy's voice and see how crystal. much higher I can get. I'll do that if you want. What? Okay. I do want that, actually. <laughs> me too. Okay. Okay, She's, I'm not going to do the whole song. real low. Um, for all of you who are listening in your cars right now, turn down your radio a little bit because we will not be replacing your speakers. Turn up the bass as well because she's going to start yeah, real, real low. You want to no, get that think, rumble. Do we, do we want to actually go through my human range or should I start with Cammy and then try to go, go high? Through, go, well, go through Cammy's range. Like, what's the lowest Cammy could do? <clears throat> okay. Do. Ray. <laughs> That's as low as Cammy can go. She's a little fox. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti. And then the last one you can't hear because of, of a joke. Because uh, it's it's the entire so tower starts shaking <laughs> and actually begins moving up out of the ground. Uh, cut back to Moore's perspective. After you put this orb oh, no. into the socket, the entire uh, like tower starts to shake. Oh. Uh, and you feel yourself like dropping you. uh, a little bit. Um, and you kind of emerge out into this main room just in time to see like the doors uh, slide open. Uh, and you are at the surface level. Cammy, you're looking in in this room uh, and there's Mort. Shit! Oh, the dogs in the city are going crazy from Cammy's ultra <laughs> sonic noises. Okay, I got like a double new magic. This ghost tail, I can also fuck it. I'm full Michael Bublé at this point. I'm Adam Lambert. What? What? What, what did you do? What? I'm Adam Lambert. Okay, I got I, to the, I I got to the Freddy is. zone. I got to the Freddy zone. I you don't know, know what I that is. The tower. <laughs> the t- I okay, Mort. 
and Kimmy's gonna put both of her paws on his cheek that uh, remarkably don't feel that different from when he was just a bone man. Mort, I sang so fucking good and tight and cool that I went into the Freddy zone. I hit those high notes that you need a big mouth and large teeth for. I did it anyway. And then the tower rose up from the fucking ground oh. and, it, and I set you free from your prison. I assume that you're in the prison. I mean, at, at the I, same time, I did put this thing in here, so it might have been that. Uh, I, no, I think I mean, you set your toy down and that was that was fun. And then you started noticing the tower move. Or maybe you felt the tower move, so then you set that thing. Your, so your toy down. I, maybe you know, half one, six dozen the other, or whatever the saying is. I think, I think we can agree that both happened. Sure. And we're both equally uh, helpful in uncovering this puzzle. And now we've got another, like, 50 minutes to record this podcast. But we solved the puzzle. This is clearly the main puzzle we were yeah, supposed to... Yeah, but check this out. Uh-huh. Uh, I go over to the, the crystal statue thing, and I put one of the glowing orbs in the back of its head. Uh, you put one of these glowing orbs... I assume not the one that you put in the elevator. You grab a different one. Well, I put the dead one in the elevator to see if it was some kind of charging port, and I'd grabbed one of the oh, glowing ones. Okay, so then nothing that I just said happened happened. <laughs> So okay, it was so my singing. I put one of the no, you're telling me it's definitely the, my singing the then. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely assumed that you would put the 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 one with that was charged in there. Oopsie. Okay, no, okay yeah, no. so I, I put the well after nothing would happened with the dead one, I would have put a glowing singing. one in there. There we go. So, we can just yeah. pretend that happened. Yeah, sure, absolutely. I it was my singing canonically. Perfect. Yeah, so you pop this thing in the back of this little crystal thing's head, uh, and it sits up behind this desk and uh, kind of like scans around the room and says, Hello, I am Aspasia. How can I help you? Hi there. See, see, coming out's cool, isn't it? I did that. Okay, I, I was singing to myself, though. Can, can you sing to it, too? Uh, yeah. Sing, sing to the robot. Okay. Hi. First of all, Cameo Canada. Nice to meet you. I've always wanted to see 3PO. And here, here we, here we go. All right, lowest note you've ever heard. Do. <laughs> this is the stupidest joke. <laughs> Ray, me, fa, so, la. And then this one, this one, she cut out of at T because she's starting up. She's getting more and more powerful and going to dog whistle sooner. Yes, that's why free treaching is going crazy. <laughs> That's very confusing, but uh, do you have an appointment? E with who? I'm sorry, do you have an appointment? Yes. You Three. said your name was Cameo Kiana? Uh, oh, sorry, her. Yes, oh, she's got an appointment, yeah. Oh, oh, um, okay, so here's the thing. We're, we're together. Not D in the way that you're thinking. Not in the way you're thinking. No one has adopted me. I'm Wink. no, I'm not a child. <laughs> Uh, clearly you're going to think that this is my adopted father. I'm, I'm not a child. I'm a full adult. I'm just short because I'm a fox. Now back to your whole, back to this place that we started. Um, yes, I do have an appointment and it's one of the long kind. It's a, one of those guy. short kinds of appointments. It's a long one. So, uh, this, this crystal, uh, golem thing kind of like, uh, -huh. Uh, stops motionless for a second and like just completely, uh, just just completely expressionless, completely uh, motionless, and then starts back up again. And says, "I'm sorry, the scheduling seems to be offline." Oh, oh okay. I'm sure that's fine. Um, if you just take us to the office of your employer, uh, yeah, we'll. It, that's fine. We we'll make it a quick one. If we gotta make it a short meeting, because the scheduling's all funky, I get it. I can roll with the flow. Um, with scheduling offline, it would be beneficial if you told me who you were meeting with. I mean, you don't keep like a a, a hard copy of the, the scheduling in case. What does offline mean, by the way? Like a fish, because the line and then the hook. I'm sorry, that terminology, that terminology is also offline. Got it. Um. Okay. Uh, I'm meeting the uh, huddle. 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 Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, uh -huh. we'll be back. Uh, Asphasia, was it? 
we'll, we'll be back. That's correct. Uh, who, who are we meeting? Um, I am just trying to get as far up the ladder as I was thinking. So uh, I was hoping to just give vague descriptions like, yeah. like oh, the, the man, the CEO, the, oh, the, the loud the big one. Guy. Well, yeah. no, you got to do that, that office kind of politics thing where you're like, the real bitch that no one talks to. And then they're like, Bethany. It's like, yes, Bethany. Cause I don't know. So maybe if I'm just like, uh, that real hard ass, the, the real strict, yeah. mean hard ass. Uh, one. Gives us be trouble, I could be like, look, it, I, I'll get him on the phone. If you want, you, ooh, you, you don't want to disturb him in a meeting though. I'll, I'll give him she, a call. I don't know that she, that she's going to be much trouble when you can just knock her head out. Well, I'm, I mean, trouble is in her saying, no, you can't go places. Yeah, we really Not just need like her. Not like trouble, uh, like she's gonna kill us. She really Although just she needs might. to open the elevator for us. Truly, truly, this is kind of like a Siri situation. Okay, let, let's go speak to Bethany. No, the, well, maybe Bethany. Aspasia. 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 Yeah. Okay. Aspasia. Sorry, so, sorry about that, uh, Aspasia. I had to consult with once again uh, my colleague because. He did not adopt me. Okay, uh, so we're here to meet that real hard ass. You know him. It's this isn't our first rodeo, Aspasia. We're that tough nut. That's what we call him around the office. I'm sorry. I I do need a name to process your schedule uh, oh, appointment. We, we just call him Chuck. I mean that that's just a little yeah. you know, friendly Remember nickname. Remember that, that you know? time that time that he yeah, earned Chuck. that nickname. Um, the company picnic. Bob Roney. Yeah. Yeah, Chuck or Bobaroni, basically. Searching files for Chuck or Bobaroni. Well, I mean, he's I'm sorry, personnel not... files are offline right now. Okay. So you, hey, you don't uh... actually know who, who works here, then, if all your files are offline? Currently, no. Well, then... I'm sorry, this is a huge inconvenience for so you. So then you might as well just let us through, then, to, to see Chuck. I suppose so. Right up the stairwell. Espacia, we I have a software update for you, actually. I, I was testing to see how many of your systems were offline. Hi, I'm. Uh, they had to uh, send out to a temp agency. I'm here to update your software stuff. Um, Great, it, that's yeah. wonderful. So come on over here and open your mouth. Not, I'm uh, sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> come on, if you open your mouth, I'll do the software update. Everyone knows that the software goes into the mouth. Uh, the panel here is uh, fully able to be upgraded. Or, uh, or there's the so there's the upgrade closet over there. And did she, she points point, at the point side wall that that Mork had uh, Mork. Uh, Mort had come through when Mork, Mork. Mork. Mork from Mork had recently yeah uh, yeah Cammy is Mindy uh, that that Mort had recently uh, like when you, you when this thing rose up that's where Mort was standing okay it's like oh. side room okay I mean did she did she point to a panel on her like what part of her body or she is it in the, to wall? the, the she desk. pointed to the panel that she's the desk that she's sitting at oh got it 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 okay so i so first of all i didn't know that you were one of the drone models that just like gets up boopsie bopsy um what you need to do is we need to turn you off real quick okay okay but before, hold on before we do that we do kind of a backup to kind of cleanse so i need you to show me where the exit to this room is that would be right there and she points to the giant door that you walked in no uh, confusing i need you to point a door in this room that leads to another room <laughs> uh she points to the closet uh that had uh that mort had come through and then the stairwell going up you know okay okay never never mind and Cammy also, tries wait, to take the be, head before off of before you uh go go offline uh do you know where we can find more of these uh glowing orbs these up upgrade balls maybe uh are you showing her the third one i, I suppose you grab the other two because you'd have like the one that's yeah uh, that I'll you have in the panel the one in her the head other and... glowing one. Oh, those are quite fascinating there's i think literally thousands of them upstairs um and i mean they've <laughs> i don't know how they managed to find all of them but the adventurers do what the adventurers do that they do and they brought back so many Cammy had an orb that would glow. Is it glowing the same color as these? Is it the same you kind of thing? You had like a chunk of crystal, right? Yeah, you had a chunk of crystal. Oh, that's right. It, that's right. And and what do we do with this one, which isn't glowing? Oh, wow. I've never seen one like that before. Huh. Didn't know they could run out. I mean, it was in the back of your head, so it's not surprising you couldn't see it. Oh, that must be defective, honestly. Okay. 
I feel like I've only been asleep for maybe a few minutes. Mm. Right. Interesting. Uh, what's who's the president? <laughs> George Washington. <laughs> wow. Wow. Canonically, any or there's a George Washington. What's a president? A set of circumstances that that pre sort of validates an action. That's what a precedent is. Wow. Great. Hey, Ray. Great, John. Joe. <laughs> You've been uh, a great help, uh, Aspasia. Um, th- thank you very much. Oh, sure. That's my job. Can Can you leave this building? Could you, like, if you walked out of here, would that be Would that be okay? Have you ever left this building? I never have, but don't know why not. All right. I think Aspasia should come. N- I think we should have a C three PO. I think okay. I don't know that I can mind freak into into that. Orb thing that seems more like technomancy. No, I said new new buddy, not new body. New oh. buddy is a new friend. Yeah, yeah. I think we should. I think we should just because look, if it's if it's some like ancient Vrimian secretary, it seems like off uh, like a personal assistant kind of situation. Um, I mean, it's it's a fucking it's an Eve. You know, Wally didn't go to space and then not hang out with Eve. He got to take so. It's it's Eve. Here's the deal, Svasia. Uh Everyone you know is dead, so you might as well come with us. So you're not alone anymore. Oh, that's not the that's not our usual pitch. So we wow. can take another run at it. I mean, we're, we're you know you said how those adventurers are all really cool and stuff. Well, we're adventurers, and you can come and be cool with us. Oh wow! You've been into all the planes? Uh, a couple. I've been to I've been to three. I'm keeping a track. I've been to three. Okay. Well, apprentices are still great fun. Um, wow. Oh, yeah. Everyone being when dead. I was at that's the edge of wild. death, I talked to a god for a little bit. When I was at the edge of death, I talked to a god a little bit. So I don't know which plane that was, but I think I'm going to count it as four. Also, I've dreamed. Is there a dream plane? Five. Nah, technically no. Okay. That sounds great. Um, I did notice that this was a little bit slower than it usually is in the afternoons. So I fully believe that everyone's been dead for, oh gosh, who knows how long at this point. Well, it was bound to happen. That's a big jump straight to denial. <laughs> but nice. Uh, I want to get the rest of the glowing balls and stick them in other slots in the wall and see if that upgrades something. All right. You have one extra ball that you can like pop from so- from socket to socket. Um but there, it is not without risk. <laughs> I will tell you. Uh, so there's, uh, there's about eighty sockets on this wall in this Fuck. closet that you could put things in. You put one into the, uh, the one that apparently raises and lowers uh, this thing uh, above and below ground. You can absolutely uh, toss it into one, but we're gonna have, um, we're gonna have some fun with it. We're gonna, we're gonna maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe do a roll D one hundred type setup type thing. You know, roll some percentage dice. I fully expect that you have written down eighty different options on a notebook and that are, you're staring at. That's why I'm asking you to roll a D one hundred minus. Uh, well, I mean, there's no D eighty, so you know. If you roll over an 80, ignore it. Uh, uh, well, I, I, I'll go to random.org so I can do it from 1 to 80. 1 to 80, perfect. Um, and I'm going to stick it in the fight, or do I just roll to see which one I stick it in? Or is this just to see what the effect is? So I say I'm going to stick it in the last one, and then I... So yeah, I don't have 80 things that are going to happen, but I would say uh, that I have a handful of things that are going to happen. So if you roll to get actually, so then just roll a 100 D100 and then we can kind of figure out based on that. I guess, why are we rolling new dice at that point? I'd stick it in. Hey, roll, roll 40, roll, roll your 46 fate dice and we'll see how good or bad the thing you stick it in is. Okay. That's the system. Well, I, so I, I used this random to see which slot I stuck it in. I stuck it in slot number 73. Oh, I had that. And I got a one. (laughs) Plus one means great things in this game though. Um, Okay. So you, you, you put the orb into that slot. And, uh, Cammy, you notice like, uh, the glow in, uh, Aphasia's eyes, uh, are it, it like kind of like peaks up a little bit. It glows a little bit stronger. Mm. And Aspasia, you notice, uh, like the glow in her eyes, uh, grow, like grows a little bit. And she's like, oh, okay. Well, there was no Chuck or Baborino, I think is what you said, uh, in personnel records. That's strange. Yeah, I mean, well, like you said, you, it's you, just a you got nickname. the personnel records? 
yeah, they seem to be back online. Who's, who's okay, the head where's the, who's the who's the the hard ass? Um, well, it's actually a group. I mean, it's not necessarily one person in charge. We have kind of a ruling by uh, uh, by an oligarchy type system around here. You could call it a board of directors. Like you could call like there's a board. They're board led companies. I'm that makes sense. Can you tell us those? But it's people? an oligarchy. Do, do they have a, a name? Oh, I mean, they have several names, but I mean, what's the point now? You told me they're all dead, right? I have a question. I have a question. Sure. Can you search for Ephraim Maplegru in your system, please? Absolutely. Uh, and it like takes a second. It's like, I just took that pause for dramatics. I actually knew already. No, we don't have that name Ephraim Naplegru anywhere in our system. Uh, can you search for Leland Deacon? And Absolutely. Lila and Deacon? De- De- Deacon? I'm not going to do any of the theatrics this time. Uh, no, neither one of them are in our system. I don't think this is about plot. <laughs> oh, what was, hey, what was the name of the person that you just that you just ruined their life of? Because you made him a vampire and then you turned him back. What was the name of that person? They're not Jerry no, no, that's Hold on. That was a dumb idea. Can we? Hold on. That was a dumb idea. Mort, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bud. That, that's on me. That was a dumb idea. Because that, it was underwater when that person was living most of their life. So that's me slipping. Whoops. Yeah. I, I, yeah, he would have been not, not being alive when this shit was going, going down. Just like he's not being alive right now. Exactly. In terms of yeah, yeah, great. Um, so what? Fuck. What was the the name of this this group that that runs this thing? You said they're known by many names. Well, I mean, they many of them had individual names. Uh, there wasn't like an overarching name that they called themselves, like the, like a posse. The Regency. The Regency. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, was there like a, a head person? What What did you do here? What was this place? Oh, well, that's a pretty easy question. Um, we help adventurers locate things from other planes, uh, bring them here. Um, we do, I guess, a little bit of research on on the things that are brought from other planes and use it for the general advancement of Rodian society. Rodian? Yeah, Rodian society. As, like, as in this place is called Rode? Or Rodia? Oh, no. What is this place called? I don't know. I didn't really plan that out. Well, fuck. I meant the the the, the, the like the island, the city. Do you know the name of the city? Mm, let's spitball that because I don't have a name for it. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. No, when we can you come said, up with when, a name for it now. As when a you group. said Rodian, I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. there's words. Um, uh, what's Brim backwards? <laughs> Mir? No, <laughs> it's, it's not going to be Mriv. <laughs> Merv. It is Merv. No, it's not going to be fucking Merv. The sprawling crystal city of Merv. Uh, we can worry about the name later, I guess. We, we don't have to. We don't have to. Um, okay. You guys don't. If, if that, that, means, that means you guys want me to come up with a name. Is what okay. that, that was what you just all just said to me. Well, more, okay. don't want to spend 10 minutes coming up with a name during the podcast. Any name is good, though. Alondia uh, 2, Electric Boogaloo. Jerry, what's fun? Okay, you know what? I take back what I said about every name being good. You're all bad people. You should be punished. Um, uh, Aladrin. Uh, we'll move on. Aladrin. Aladorn. Alagrog. Alamil. Alamirn. Alamirn. You gobbled your last ghoul. <laughs> Governor Quono. So, so this place is is doing things or was doing things that those vampires were trying to get us to do, but they tricked us. So they wanted us to go and get shit from other places, right? Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's you know it's LAX. Like it seems like it's a little information airport. It seems like it's you know internet tubes right here. Uh so yeah, they probably just used it as like a a quick. I don't think they had anything to do with this. And also, um, I'm not getting a real sense of this is important because it's not like a cast. Like it's not like the the royals were here. Do you know what I mean? It's not like a cat. It's not like a political building. Okay, all right. In the grand scheme of what our goals are right now, I don't think this travel agency 
is as integral as maybe we initially thought. No, it's just, it's just, it's just world. It's just world is all it is. It's just world backstory. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess our main thing is, is getting to the king or getting to Evram if Evram's here. We got to meet back up with the others at some point because I really worry now that Leland knows that some of his folks are running around with like the murder spree is going to be hard for PR to kind of mop up later if we're not there to kind of to kind of keep it under wraps. Before we go, uh, I just want to do this and I grab the orb out of slot 73, I stick it in slot 27. I rolled a one again. Uh, okay. Uh, the light in Aspasia's eyes kind of like gets a little dimmer. Uh, and then uh, she's like, okay. Um, if we're going out there, though, I'm going armed. And like grabs from a locker behind uh, this uh, desk a uh, just like a crystal like wand, basically. Are there it is a more? wand is like entirely made of crystals. Yeah, there's like three of them back here. Cammy wants one. Cammy tries to grab it. Yeah, you can grab one. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll take one as well. Might as well. Okay. Does the the staircase that I came into this place from did it continue going down further into? No. Was it, was like, this right is where it ended. Okay. Yeah. This is reception. Like this is yeah yeah this is a lobby yeah I mean to paint the picture if it's not like fully connected of what this place is kind of at this point it's uh like you guys entered from the top but yeah, all yeah. Of the stuff above like the gated area is all like teleportation rooms effectively to transport or people between the planes yeah, yeah. um and then this area is just reception for like if you have an appointment with somebody like if you were trying to requisition something from some other plane you would meet with somebody they would be able to then like take up your order and then like go and potentially seek this out so this is like yeah, I, I just wasn't sure if someone from up above had like tunneled down into this place or or something yeah, no, this is like the byproduct of capitalism meets interplanar, uh, like, portal access. Yeah. Um, Aspasia. Yeah. Uh, what, are, what do these things do? What says waving the little crystal run, wander around? Oh, um, well, they basically shoot lightning, um, but, like, big balls of it. And, uh, okay, so, important. Uh, you see how one end is thicker than the other end? Mm-hmm. One of those ends is the side that it shoots out of. Um, you don't remember which one, I, do you? I don't know. That system is currently offline. Um, but one of the sides is the one that does it. And then you see these two little tiny buttons on the back side of this. Mm -hmm. One of them shoots the lightning and the other like pulls the lightning back into it. So after you shoot it, you can retrieve it. Hold on. If the buttons uh, and then are it, on like, the back side, then wouldn't the opposite side be the one no, that No, like shoots? the underside. There's a specific top to this? There's a top to everything. Well, okay. Well, I mean, I guess you could say the buttons are on the top, but that just, that feels, that feels unnecessary. If the buttons were on the top, then they would just get pressed. They're on the bottom, obviously. Well, it stands away from everyone, holds it out in front of him, like, horizontally. So one side's pointing left, one side's pointing right, and presses one of the buttons. Uh, which button do you press? Uh, the one on the left or the one on the right from where you're holding it? The, the left, and if nothing happens, I'll press the one on the right. All right, you press the one on the left, nothing happens. You press the one on the right, and the side that is smaller uh, shoots a lightning ball out of it. Uh, it is fully twice the size of Mort. Uh, it is like a huge arcing ball of yellow light uh, that like there are sparks flying from the wand back to it, and it shoots out um, pretty damn fast. Uh, and then it, once it hits a, a distance of about, I'll call it like 30 meters away, it just stops and sits there. Cool. I press the left button and suck it back it in. It zips back into the wand. Now that's cool. I like that. Bring it on. Yeah, no, they're sweet. Around. They're great. In your big old boat with your pathetic little yellow balls. I've got big yellow balls. <laughs> Moving on from that. 
Um, is there like a specific amount of charges that we get before this thing like gives out? Or is this just a super cool weapon that I have forever now? Oh, you, you have to be careful to make sure and not have any of the, uh, the lightning tether sever, or you might be able to lose your lightning ball. Uh, if you do, then it won't be functional anymore. What, but what can cut lightning? Can you tell me what cuts mm. lightning? Certain types of plasma. Uh, we absolutely dirt would do it. Um, plasma before dirt. Water. Wa- water. Okay. Yeah, water. Okay. If it's salt water, certainly. Can I feed it after midnight? Are these gremlin rules? Uh, there's a few gremlin rules. Okay. Uh, um. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. This is great. Okay. I appreciate it. I love to be of service. You know what? I have my I have my moods. Sometimes I like that. Sometimes I'm a brat. All right, Jewel. And she she's going to jump onto Jewel's back, um, riding it like uh, uh, Teen Wolf style. Riding Jewel Teen Wolf style. Like a surfboard. Like a surfboard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I, because she did bring Mort's tiger that yeah, was like yeah. the whole point she came down uh and so she just figured that she is of small stature so it would make sense for these two larger creatures to try to get on one tiger together as opposed to her who's of small stature but big energy uh as soon as you guys exit outside of uh the place uh like outside of this this building uh like aspasia just starts hovering in midair like that's a neat not trick. worried about gravity per se Damn, these old civilizations are pretty advanced, huh? Yeah, often hey, oftentimes war really disrupts progress, and then and you lose a ton of culture along the way. Oftentimes is what I found, and so that big uh, religious war, uh, and then this weird <laughs> kind of religious theocracy that we had going on. I don't think it was productive for science. I think we're finding that out right now. I, I guess not. Yeah. Uh... Well, I mean, I'm I'm happy with our our new companion and our cool new weapons. Uh, Should we head back to to the others? Aspasia, I promise that we're going to all figure out how to correctly pronounce your name. And and, and we're going to work on it until we're hitting, like, batting at least 500. Right? I won't promise you perfection, but I do think think that we can, if we work really hard at it and talk, you know, really go over it with the other two, I think we can bat 500. That's great. I my name is fully reprogrammable. Just as a, as a as a heads up. Can we name you Marty? Yes. Oh, what button do I push for that? Is it like a is it like a greeting card where you have to push and record you saying it, and then it's just like hello, Listen, my name is Marty. I have a pretty I have a pretty optimistic outlook on life, but that might be the most offensive thing anyone's ever said to me. I was asking Adam. This is a safe space. Cammy was asking Adam, clearly. Oh. <laughs> um, my bad, but also I'd like to name you Marty. Okay. Tight. Good. Okay, hi, hi Marty. Hi. Cool. That's do you good. need to ride on the Tigriff, or can you hover big, big style? Oh, no, I do this like sort of like Iron Man thing, and she does sort of like an Iron Man thing. Holy shit. Okay. All right. Like boot boosters and, 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 and iron hand cannon stuff going on. Okay. All right. I, okay. If we have to reroll characters, I might just be Marty. <laughs> this <laughs> Marty sounds dope. And as someone that has played a character that is not effective in physical fights, having basically a crystallized Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would jump right into that real quick. Sure. Yeah. Marty's great. I mean, if you want a fast track process, you can just. I jump off a jewel. <laughs> just go okay. see that, Cammy. Uh, Cam- oh, no, Cammy no. has <laughs> signed a contract with a terrifying archfey that uh, is present in her reflection. So, uh, may not I be mean, as- come on, we could all sit. Long. We could all sit here avoiding our own character's death all night if we wanted to. But I think we should just move on <laughs> at this point. <laughs> It's so rude of me because Cammy's had so many opportunities to die. In fact, that she has <laughs> died many times in story. <laughs> All right, you guys, uh, where are you guys headed? You guys headed back up oh to the my God. yeah to the, the general the little camp area that they've got set up. All right, are you are you riding on in silence? Or are you asking uh, Aspasia 
slash Marty, I guess now, uh, any, I didn't spend any time on that name. Any, t- any, uh, additional questions about, you know, life, life, life and life in her times. Kami's riding side saddle and, um, absolutely like ignoring all social protocol and talking, uh, Marty's ear entirely off just a hundred percent. Um, and is just asking like a bunch of minutiae questions of like, so what kind of folks did you have come in when you're like trying to get a read on what like kind of the typical race of people native to this area would Mm -hmm. uh, resemble maybe to us, things like that. And then like just anything I can gather about how this place like function, what their like day night cycle was just like a lot of weird like minutia questions of like when did you get to work when did you go home and then if it sounds like she's using like a letter system for time or something then came like just minutia questions yeah like the only things that you like pick out as like really weird in a different sense than uh the way things work in your version of reality is um she describes like the like the makeup like the physical makeup of people uh, differently in that, like you're used to describing physical characteristics as like they're tall, they're short, they're uh, slender or like thick. They're um, like you might describe like their coloration yeah. or that kind of stuff. Uh, like to a certain extent, Marty does that, but Marty also describes like the th- like the malleability of people like whether they were like oh. hard or or soft people or like there are, uh, there she are talks additional about the viscosity like, of the folks that used to yeah basically yeah interesting um, so it's just another level to to like an anthropological thought of like w- the way people are described or so- a sociological aspect of it that is different um and like you get into deep like kind of conversations about things and she will describe times that like this thing happened or that thing happened. And uh, when she talks about like dates, they're in the three thousands, but it's like 3000, like Rodian Mark. It's in a calendar that is completely different than anything that you have. And now. when she describes skin color, she gives it in a hex code. She's like, Oh yes, he was EOAC 69. <laughs> she has just a Pantone <laughs> color system. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you you keep mentioning the, the Rodians. Who who were they? What or what was that? Or or was that a, a thing? What's going on there? Yeah. Well, there was the the Rodian Society is uh, basically. Um, I mean, it's kind of goes across borders, across kingdoms, uh, across uh, across state lines. It's uh, just, I mean, an adventuring group, a way of life, really. So like a, a a guild sort of thing, but a, a big big guild. Yeah, I mean, I guess um, almost like a moral code. Right, right. And that is, and they came up with your your calendar system. I mean, yeah, it's one of the effects, I suppose. Um, there's a lot in our society that's based on that. We found, I guess, some some old writings and. It, it it spoke to a lot of people, and then next thing you know, and you know, centuries pass, and people make a whole thing of it. Were those old writings from from another plane, or were it um, something that your adventurers brought back, or, or was that? No, I. It was. I mean, it was all stuff that that we had even before we really found much way to interact with different planes. Interesting. Who built the building with all the portals and all the crystal? Like, how did that? How did because the build the crystals are kind of naturally occurring to us. So who like made and designed all these? Actually, it's it's interesting. We grew most of the crystals. They are naturally occurring, but you can help move them along. Okay. And uh, as to who was in charge of it, I mean, the Regency made a lot of those decisions in the early days, but most of this stuff was already here. It's just sculpting more than anything. Hmm. Okay. Um. How did you get the portals there? Like, did our portals naturally occurring too? Did they grow the same way everything else did, or did you have to kind of make those? Records are kind of hazy on some of this, but I will tell you that most of these portals are naturally occurring to the crystals, not necessarily to anything else. These crystals don't usually grow. I mean, they we have no records of them growing anywhere else uh, in all of uh, the lands, but um, one day they were not here, and one day they were here, and then that's where they started, I suppose. 
cool. Were you made or were you grown? <laughs> God, that that's really, a real tough that, question. Is that, is that existentially like dreadful to think about? Are you? I mean, or did someone listen, put you together? We all grow, I suppose. You know, in a way, yeah. We are all, you know, grown by our experiences in life. So I would say, at a point, I was made, and at a point, I started to grow, and I still grow even now. Yeah, oh, I mean, all those things you, are true of now, me as well. You're outside. You've never done that before. I hadn't, and it's, you know, not as dreadful as I'd expected. Uh, you know what? It's not the room, it's the company. You know, it's not the place that makes the party, it's who you invite. So I'm going to take that as uh, a compliment, so thank you. The thing I like best about the company so far is you're all very intelligent people. And I would also like to point out, not a misogynist amongst you. And these are the <laughs> things I really look for in crews. So that's great. I'm excited about all of this. You know what? Our, our friend Yanov is going to really love you. Cammy's gone like full, okay. like eyes as saucers, trying to remember, trying to f figure out how sarcastic that was. And go back through everything she said as to whether it was like secretly misogynistic because I wasn't paying attention. No, it's not misogynistic. Ray might be worried at this moment that she has misstepped. Ray should also realize that she described you as very smart, which might be the opposite of one other yes. member of your party, and not at all misogynistic, oh. which is very another, much the opposite of it. another member of your party. Of your party. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm the you NPC guys, collector listen, now. You guys, found, you guys found the uh, found the NPC. You guys get to keep the NPC. <laughs> Nobody else gets this NPC. I'm gonna water her. They weren't here for. They weren't here for Marty. I'm gonna you take gotta her make on sure. <laughs> that, Clean up after that. The dog. secret first episode of Bobo, where it's just me and Adam recording. <laughs> yeah. Bobo and ribbons. <laughs> we were sitting there just watching jojo's bizarre adventure and ray says i want a monkey and then boom that's it that's the rest of the night <laughs> that sounds like some shit that would be would real. Actually yeah that sounds that doesn't sound like a joke so it, if if you did come across a misogynist or someone that wasn't quite as smart you wouldn't like kill them or anything would you i don't okay, know <laughs> i'm i'm at, I, I i certainly wouldn't i i have not at all programmed for Wait a second. Actually? Okay, I wouldn't, but right now I am totally programmed for murder. That's pretty wild. Oh, That's exciting. We left the we left the we left the orb in the yeah, murder I mean, socket. I, I think it's oh, good to, to have a murder robot. Uh, I mean a combat as long as, droid. As long yeah. as she doesn't murder our friends. Hey, quick vibe check. Quick vibe check. Yeah. Just of the room. Mm -hmm. Um, how do you yeah. feel about like Big hulking physiques, um, and on the opposite end, how do you feel about um, something that um, is full of gold and snark? Both have their appealing factors. Large physiques, and then okay, no, okay. So there's going to be some positives that she's going to be able to contend with. <laughs> there's going to be a pros and cons list <laughs> with Marty, <laughs> so maybe we can. <laughs> how do you feel about Krillis? Krillis. Uh huh. Um, this is important. Are they hyper-intelligent gorillas? Uh-huh. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and her, her, her crystal eyes narrow uh, <laughs> slightly, and she goes, what color, gorilla? Blue. Hmm. And her eyes narrow <laughs> further. Does he he does pets? have a hat. <laughs> oh, there is a hat. And she goes, mm. uh, it's a real kombucha girl moment. <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, Mar 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 Marty goes, <laughs> oh, Joan. And Marty goes, tailed or no tailed? No tailed, but the but ribbons has a tail. I'm getting very confused. Does the gorilla have a tail? No. Because that sometimes happens. No, the gorilla has a llama. You know, a lot of people ask me, hey Jasper, how did you feel about the fact that the brute force from time to time would take on new uh, new friends, new compatriots, new traveling uh, partners, um, and then kind of forget about them. <laughs> you know, they would, they would hang out for a time and then collect them, sort of like a, a glass menagerie, only not made of glass, only in this particular situation, kind of like it was made out of glass. Well, I didn't really have a problem with it. I understood that they were trying to, I guess, recreate their greatest hits. You know, as a performer, I know what that's like. You know, sometimes you have 
uh, some sort of a work of art that is a, a raging success. You know, one of my books did really quite well for itself in the Upper Austin region. And I was chasing that particular tiger for several years. Well, you just try to, to, you know, do it again. You know, let's just, let's put all these pieces back in, light the fuse and bingo, bango, we're going to have a, a, a lemon meringue pie, you know, pop out of the oven. It's not the same. It doesn't work that way. You know, and, you know, sometimes it's the, it's the spirit of the moment. It's, it's the right thing coming into the right place at the right time. So, of course, that, that great hit I'm talking about is when I joined the crew, um, they said to themselves, I feel immediately afterwards, how do we keep this up? <laughs> you know, um, how do we keep doing this? You know, so they spent a lot of time after that just kind of collecting, you know, collecting people around that seemed somewhat interesting with the hopes that they were going to capture that lighting in a bottle again. They didn't, um, to my personal standards, ever do it. But, you know, whoever does, you know, once you experience that moment of peaking, I mean, you don't peak more than once. It's one peak. That's why they call it the peak. It's the top of the mountain, right? Um, but Marty was great. Marty was fine. Uh, Marty, perhaps best known as Party Marty, who did have a string of, of, of local discotheques along the coast of Ferris for a long time after this. You know, started really getting into putting together um, uh, oceanfront properties and then started into strip malls and then just renovated most of them into discotheques, which was a losing experience for Marty. Not a lot of money in seaside discotheques, at least not in that time. You know, the music just didn't really speak to anyone anymore and there was a big falling out with disco. Um, now, I tried to convince Marty at the time, you know, just because it's a discotheque doesn't mean it can only play disco music. And I tried to get her turned on to some more EDM and some drum and bass and things of that nature, but Marty would have none of it. But, you know, this is all before all of that heartache. This is just a story of a handful of people just uh, riding tigers, flying through the air, and getting ready for a really weird part of the story next week here at the Gilded Ram Broadcast Tea Room. Tip your minute bartenders, and I will see you next time. wonderful episode everybody we got so much uh world building backstory in this particular one mm -hmm. what's at the bottom of that tower folks it's backstory i love world building i i the next time you invite us to some shit like this i'm gonna just dig all the minutiae questions out with my little with my little bear paws i'm gonna ferret down and get them because uh, i i do want to know i want to know the schedule that the transit system ran on i don't know everything i want to know who her immediate supervisor was i want to know the the bitch that always drank the weird coffee in the office bethany. i don't know all of it yeah but bethany probably bethany's all universally drink weird coffee her name is Crystal. Bethany Crystal? Yeah. That sounds no, like a real it was bitch. Crystal. It was just Crystal. <laughs> oh, just Crystal. <laughs> like Madonna. Just Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to try out the other 78 combinations. Actually, I guess it's more than 78 combinations if we've got two orbs to play around with the thing and find out what other... Presumably they had thousands of those things at some point, so like I'm sure you guys were just left with three crystals, but... Yeah, I do want to find out what other modes uh, a space or Marty, I guess, has. Well, I'm glad that we left her in attack mode. That seems like um, it's either going to be really yeah, good or we're going to go lead wrong. combat and have a combat episode next episode. It's one or the other. <laughs> that seemed like the, a generally positive place. Uh, so when, when, when John rolled generally positive, I'm like, well, okay. There's some benefits to being in attack mode. It could go very badly. Yeah. Uh, but there's I, some benefits there. And I think there. that's fair. I, I, I love Weapons the spice. Hot. Love the Weapons spice. Weapons hot and Marty hot. We just need to find a way to like bring this upgrade panel with us so we don't have to go back to the tower every time we want to change her. I mean, you do have Yanov, you know? That's true. Yanov could maybe make some. We'll have to take him to the uh, the tower and have him examine everything. Gosh, that sounds like a good side adventure. And then maybe he can he can uh, make a, a portal device on our ship as well. And we'll have a our own little portal place. Speaking of our own little portal, let's Let's look into this portal and read this review. Like Gaming with Your Besties by Garrett Brown. I hope I pronounced that right. I love this show. Every time a new episode comes out, I get so excited because it feels like... <laughs> Sorry, how else could you pronounce, <laughs> could you pronounce that? No, no. It was Garrett Brown. Yeah. That was meant to be funny. <laughs>
Okay. It's, it's like when somebody mispronounces my name, it's like, how did you do that? <laughs> A.A. Ron. Yeah. It's like, it's like it's, oh my hey, my name's Adam Bash. How do you spell that? I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I love this show. Every time a new episode comes out, I get so excited because it feels like I'm hanging out with my best friends. Except these characters get into way more trouble than my friends. The story is compelling and the characters are fun. Keep up the good work and pie you later. Side question for Adam Bash. Will Mirka the Yeti ever be back to make a guest appearance? Wow, that's a good question. I don't know. It's possible. I, I never say never. I never say nothing is impossible. I will say Mirka's canonically dead, so <laughs> I'll never say nothing. So she did, and it didn't end up well. <laughs> no, she's canonically brain dead, right? Uh, I will say Mirka is canonically dead. <laughs> Well, because she was brain dead before the rise of the gods. Yeah, and then there were giant, uh, yeah, like, stompy. kaiju gods stomping around the countryside, and she did get stepped on. But uh, I'd never say I never. You every day. I never well, say never. We tried to kill Mort off three times at this point, and he's That's still here. <laughs> he's still here, so who knows? Mirka may be the fucking main character. This just, just may be a hiatus in her story. You never this know. This is all prequel. This, this is all prequel, prequel to the Mirka story. <laughs> This is all prequel. No, I would like to go to the Yeti Mountains, though. No, legit, like legitimately, I would love to go and see. You're Mirka's real home. fucking close. You know what's yeah. between? You know what's between you and Gurn? Yeah, uh, the Shimmering Miles, or sh Shimmering Mountains. Oh, the Shimmering, I was gonna say a whole mountains. fucking army that's trying to take over this capital. That's yeah. the whole story. You guys actually were on the. You guys were on the edge of the Shimmering Mountains when you. Mm -hmm. Like after the tsunami episode, so you were like not far from Yeti Town. Yeah, we should have beach then. episode in Yeti Country. Dang. You are also not super far now, so we should have gone to see our parents to live with the bad news. Yep. Uh, what a bummer of an episode idea! I was beach episode man. I mean, there's probably a beach up there. Hot springs. Hey, yeah. <gasps> Hot springs. Ugh, love that. You know what else I love? Talking Me? Twitter. Yeah, talking talking to folks on Twitter about this show and the game and the characters, but also just other stuff. Uh, Cameo Canna has a Twitter account that I don't run, and I'm starting to worry that I will perish long before I know who runs that account. But either way, it's a great time. Um, I would recommend you follow at Cameo Canna and also follow at Brute Force Cast. If you want, you can follow John at Nutzer with a Z. Not a Z. Mort actually does have uh, an account called Mort underscore and underscore Rufus, which I do run and haven't posted in for four years, maybe, <laughs> maybe more. So I wouldn't bother following that. Yeah, so tweet, <laughs> tweet that, that one. one and force them to respond. <laughs> oh, I don't even know if I know the password. Ask about Rufus in particular. Yeah, just keep asking where Rufus is at any given Rufus. time. Hey, where's Rufus? He's, he's in a caravan. With some Frankies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he jumped he jumped to the side podcast. <laughs> he left our asses. Uh, you can follow Adam at the Adam Bash. Yeah, and you can follow uh, you can follow Ray at Ray Not Romano. You can follow uh, Carly at Animated Me with the E's as threes. Or you can follow Patrick at Patrick underscore Rankin. And you can find us on uh, Discord if you go to bit.ly slash Patrick Wankin. Patrick Wankin. It's a great time over there. Gets uh gets handsy. It absolutely does not. It doesn't. No, it doesn't get handsy. It doesn't. Don't get handsy. Because you're typing on a little keyboard. I think you actually have to click a thing to say you won't get handsy before you join, so just heads up. Yeah, there's a no handsy pop-up. There's a little pop-up. It's pop a no handsy. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a, a no handsy A classic no handsy. It's a no handsy Yeah, classic no handsy. You know Microsoft mascot Clippy? Mm. Yeah, he's back, but this time he's called No Handy. No Handy? <laughs> well, no. That's a I whole mean, different both, thing. <laughs> both both no, no Handy Andy and No Handsy. That sounds like me in high school. Oh! <laughs> Sports magic. Uh, stick -ums. Stick -ums. Uh, Horse. Crush on a flip-flop. I thought we couldn't speak after horse. Uh, you can speak after, after horse. No, okay, all right. This is some. This is some fucking bottom horse. 